0: Life Talk, cause this is Sports Life Talk, hey, hey. You rock it with Sports Life Talk, life talk. Hot Topics yeah. with Sports yeah. Life Talk, come on. so come and get you some Sports Life Talk, they let us in the game, now we calling the shots, things yeah. will never be the same, so yeah. forget what you thought, cause yeah. life without sports ain't nothing but hey. talk. Yeah. Now finally a show that makes your heart pound Profound Wonder what's running up through your thoughts now About to drown our podcast that be watered down Tell them clowns it's a new era And it's starting now. I've total strangers The five power rangers Approaching sports life talk from five different angles Get ready for the change up We done turned the flame up the topics that we bring up We bout to blow this thing up. yeah Let's get it crackin' KT the head coach and Miss Manhattan Gemini Jones hold the throne she be calling them out Mr. United Surgeon B. Jones the mouth of the south i the cover I athletes, to the year of the week. We got what you need. We dropping what's hot in the streets from copping new sneaks to locals popping, doing big things. we gossip gossiping tea like Kimberly. Pull you a dream. Sports life talk. Who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening. Let the show begin. Sports life talk. Who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening. Now let the show begin. Yeah, Lento. Lento.
1: Welcome to another episode of Sports Live Talk, where life without sports is just talk. It is Wednesday, September the 9th, and we are joining you live via StreamYard, Facebook, and YouTube. So let me go ahead and introduce our starting lineup for this evening. Over there, not paying attention, in the corner we have Coach KT. Yep, yep. I don't know what that means, but okay. In the middle here, we have Mr. United Surge.
2: What's up, what's up?
1: Down at the bottom, over there, we have Miss Manhattan, Katie. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Uh, with a drink in her hand. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he's hype and ready to go. Mr. Pretty Boy himself. Mr. Level Up. Mr. Mouth of the South. Mr. Yeet. Be you be doing too much. Yeet. <laughs> and then, of course, I am your host, Gemini Jones, and we definitely appreciate you guys joining us this evening. This is a milestone episode, episode 60, and we have entitled it Diamond in the Rough. Why, you ask? Because this show is all about us. This week, we are highlighting our journey and what led us to the place that we are, where we are 60 episodes in. And truth be told, we'll probably have more episodes than that, actually, but... We made a couple switches, so that's how we have 60. But I'm going to start it off with KT and how he envisioned and came up with Sports Life Talk.
3: Okay, so how it got started, Sports Life Talk, Serge and I (laughs) met through a mutual friends, and I think we met on like a Wednesday. Then Thursday, Thursday morning, Serge texted me, hey, I came up with a name for the show, Sports Life Talk. And by the time I made it to my job, I had the slogan where life without sports is just talk." So we did that at Studio A and Carrollton at his wife's job for what, like a year? Yeah, like almost a good year, yes sir. Hey, and our sound was terrible cause we had no clue what we were doing. <laughs> hey, what we were talking about was good but the sound wasn't good so whoever rocked with us then, you truly are our friends cause it, it, it was bad. So fast forward to a, a year, Daryl, who's one of our listeners and followers from Lifers District, who I went to UTA with, who is B. Jones Cousins, hit me up and said, Hey, my cousin want to start a podcast. What should I tell him? I said, Well, hey, have him come on with us and see how he likes it. So he came on there. And if you know B. Jones, the mouth of the South, that's where it all started. He ran his damn mouth the whole time and it was perfect for our show. So when we left on my way home, I text Serge. Hey, uh, what you think about B. Jones joining us full time? He said, hey, man, I'm with it. So that's how we got B. Jones. K.D., who I met from the same mutual friends from Surge, she actually wasn't supposed to be on the show at first. It was actually a homegirl who flaked on us. And then the other homegirl did some crazy stuff at a restaurant. But we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) All right, so (laughs) K.D., yeah, the, the Lance Stevenson. She got me. But, okay, so K.D., I was like, well, since your friend won't come on, why don't you just do it? So she came around what November?
4: Mm-hmm. December. Yeah.
3: And December. Yeah. Yeah. December. So th- I mean we had our first Christmas episode and you were there. Yeah. So then fast forward to studio B and Pam and I, we've known each other like on social media for I don't know how long. And she was promoting her lovers or friends. I got it right this time, right? Yeah. Okay. So we had her come on the show to promote that. And Pam came on and it was like instant chemistry. So when she left, made sure she got in her car and left, you know, we talked as a crew. I was like, Hey, why don't you, why don't we bring Pam on? Hit Pam up later. And there you go. We got the five Power Rangers. And if y'all want to add anything to that, cause I don't know if I missed anything, but that's pretty much the story of Sports
5: Life Talk, right? From five total strangers to five power rangers. Rangers. I
1: like
2: that. And that's probably the beauty of the show, too, is that we don't really have any previous history of, you know, knowing each other. Or I think a lot of podcasts, at least even some of the ones we've collabed with, they all kind of know each other. They've already been friends for a while. And in this scenario, we don't have that. So chemistry for us has very became very organically, as opposed to something that we already got that rapport. But it's almost like every time, even when we do spend time together outside of doing the show, it's like we've known each other for 15, 20 years. So that's awesome, too.
5: Yeah, when you really look back over the last couple of years, it's kind of crazy because, the, you know, America sees us for what, 60, 70 minutes on Wednesday night, and they may follow us on IG, but we actually spend a lot of time with each other in text messages, and we we have pre-meetings, and we had like, after we get off air tonight, we probably hang out for another 15, 20 minutes making fun of ourselves and making fun of each other, admonishing Kevin for saying some of the words that he says live on air, some of his colorful
1: content. We had a duet last night. Can yeah. You- Oh,
3: hey. Y'all, y'all missed it, me and Pam. You know, we, me and Pam don't get along too often, but we don't. We, don't. we came together like uh, Ashford and Simpson last night, except it was with uh, Mary J. Block.
1: and Tina Marie.
3: Yeah. yeah, but like
5: Sir said, it's fun just getting to know a whole new group of people, and it's crazy how from the point that we all came together, the chemistry, like I get phone calls and text messages, and they say, man, y'all good, and so it's, it's an amazing team, and I, I'm glad to be a part of it for sure.
4: Yeah, and I remember when KT reached out to me to come on the show, I was actually in New York City. And so New York City, that's why it'll hold like a special place in my heart because I was somewhere where I love, so, and I was like, and I think I was in Rockefeller Center too. So I was like, well, wait till I come back to Dallas and we'll talk, so yeah. So I'm just glad to be a part of it and I'm glad to have met all of y'all.
5: I got a question for y'all though. Which studio did y'all enjoy the best? (laughs) Cause now we now we at home studios. Which studio did y'all enjoy the best?
2: I'm gonna go with KT's house, probably.
5: Yeah, me too. Yeah, me
1: too. we had a lot of fun there, and we didn't have sound sure. issues like we did in Idaho.
5: Yeah, but I used to love Spider though. The crew for anybody who don't know, we used to have what? actually a person that used to actually be back there doing production for us live on air uh, engineering. He was engineering. Actually. I used to love the sound that Spider used to put out.
4: Yeah, and then I was hot in that little bitty room, though. It was hot. (laughs) We were hot, but I remember like coming, bringing drinks and having drinks with all of y'all.
5: Yeah, at like
3: 10, 11 in the morning, we up here drinking.
4: (laughs) Hey, that was crazy. leave Leave it up to me to bring it in, to bring Pam, right? I think it was like an introduction for Pam. No, it was the second show, that I was a second show. It was the second show. It was second show. Yep, because we yeah. had the Ruffino <laughs> champagne. <laughs> it was Prosecco, yeah. yeah.
3: But then, yep. we had donuts that day, too, didn't we? So we had a little something to go with it, right? Sure did. Yep. KT,
4: right, KT so- and Pam
2: getting along tonight. Got the red-colored T-shirt, got the black hat on, got a TV in the background. It was because
5: Pam just sent us that little video, that that WAP <laughs> video. <laughs> No, I, hey, I, hey,
2: I don't know what it was. It
3: may have been last night in that duet we did. I
1: thought it brought us
3: closer together, Pam. I'm going to try to Whatever. be real nice.
1: I, I still like... Hey, do y'all, y'all have- hey no,
3: do, y'all, do y'all want me to hit that note I hit last night, though?
1: No, no, no. no. America don't deserve that. No, embarrass yourself. Go ahead.
3: Man, that was like a three-minute note. I held that for three minutes.
1: Come years, America. Right. <laughs> All right, B. Jones, so since this episode is all about us and the number 60, what trivia do you have for us? All right,
5: so I'm going to give you the trivia for the free t-shirt. So this one is going to be just a sports trivia type question. So we've had, of course, 60 cover athletes if you can give me the name of what cover athlete was actually drafted number 60 in its perspective class. So shout out to Surge for coming up with that idea. But there is a cover athlete that we have honored in our last 60 episodes that was drafted number 60. If you can figure that out, go run to the website and then you can get it. But now for our friends and family who rock with us every week, I got a little fun. All right. So these are the bonus questions to see how much you know the crew. And if you get it right, I'm going to show you some love. All right. Number one give me the name of kevin's celebrity crush now keep in mind this celebrity crush has been mentioned on the show numerous amount of times so if you watch the show you know who this is all right number two kevin kind of spoiled this one a little bit but i'm gonna see see how much some of y'all was listening give me the name of pam's miss gemini's business that she had on the side when we first met her that she came on the show to produce and since that's a kind of an easy one i want you to also tell me what was the purpose of that business all right so give me the name of the business and what that business was all about all right now for the family of the blue rangers all right you excluded out of this question but for the friends only we have mentioned this name numerous times on the show as well give me the name of serge's new son all right so Little man is rocked with us. Actually, we went over to Serge's house and got the opportunity to hang out with him. And we met him at the Super Bowl party. Real G. All right. And then lastly, what class did Miss Manhattan attend that sparked the creation of the Manhattan Project? We kind of gave you a tip on that one as well. So if you get any of those, put them in the comments right now on Instagram or on the, the show. You got 48 minutes to get those answers correct. And I will honor you with the prize.
1: All right, all right, all right. So now that we have all that business out the way, it is time for some local life. So who will be taking it away for us this week?
3: That would be me, Miss Gemini Jones. How are you doing today? Y'all <laughs> handing it up too hard, especially <laughs> I
5: <didn't>,
4: you. Know, <laughs> I couldn't even take that seriously. <laughs>
3: I tried, I tried. Okay, so our local athlete today, once I get a straight face, is Savion Bird, offensive tackle from Duncanville High School. Bird is one of the best in the nation, standing at 6'5", 265 pounds. Can you imagine birthing this young man? Okay, Bird moved to Dallas in the eighth grade. Rivals.com listed Colorado, Alabama, Baylor, Arkansas, and Auburn as teams that are interested in him. So, shout out to Savion Bird and B. Jones.
5: What you got for the local business? So, of course, those who watched the show last week know that I celebrated my birthday on Saturday. And the family took me out to have a good time. And part of that celebration was the Escape Room HQ. Shout out to my girl, Tori. She made the the experience very pleasurable. Now, I will admit it live on air. We did not finish the Escape Room, probably because I was being a tad bit obnoxious for the first 15 minutes trying to figure out what was going on because she just put me in a room with a bunch of inanimated objects and expect me to figure something out. I struggled, all right? So it was a little bit tough, but the actual escape that we chose where we were these bank robbers and we were basically trying to steal this ball from the PGA Tour. It was crazy. It was a great experience. I would recommend any team of individuals to do it. I'm gonna challenge my four co-hosts here for us to do one as soon as we can get back out of quarantine. But shout out to Escape Rooms HQ and my girl Tori. You, you rocked it. I loved it. Thank y'all so much for my happy birthday.
1: All right, cool. So since again, we are celebrating our <laughs> 60. I want us to take this quick 60 seconds and tell us what is your favorite moment from any of the shows that we have done from its inception up till now. So KT, I'm gonna throw it to you first and then Serge, you know, take it from there.
3: All right. At first, I want to go with the first FCC find that we got when you were giving me a hard time, Pam, my, my house. So I had to tell you, good luck, if you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: No, you uh, got that bomb
3: on me. Well, luck in that word rhymes. So I was hoping <laughs> that the people, you know, read into that. But I'm going to go with when we we're at the new you. And you remember our man, Sebastian, right? So he was singing uh, Maroon 5. I never thought in a million years, well, my 42 years on this earth, that I would be in a black barbershop singing Maroon 5. But he was a guest on our show. We did a remote thing there. He was like, hey, everybody join me. Nobody joined him. So what did I do? <laughs> showing them and saying the heck out of that maroon five. So I'm gonna go with that's my favorite moment so far.
4: All right,
2: Sarge. That's a tough one to follow up because that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> on it to this day. But there's so much to pick from. But I mean for me I think it would just special for me, just like when we you know kind of started off there talking about how we first started. But being able to, like, every year my birthday comes around, I'm always like looking back at my life and being thankful for things and being able to do the show that I enjoy doing every week with you guys going on a couple of years now. So just being able to do that on my birthday this year, I think I'm able to just reflect and just know that I got good people around me. And I also get to have my own little escape room, I guess you could say, for an hour a week or hour and a half a week with our, pre-meetings and stuff and just being able to get away just from regular life and things like that so I'm gonna have to go with the episode we had a couple months ago on my birthday being able to do the show on that special day for myself
1: all right. B. Jones, you okay down there? Oh, that's my no, quarterback.
2: That's
1: my quarterback, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you. Somebody mute his mic. <laughs> All right. So, I think my favorite moment was my, my first time on the show. Y'all don't even know. I was so nervous. I had never done a podcast. I didn't know what to expect. And then when I came, I believe it was like January or February. So I had on all these clothes and we were in this little bitty room and I was sweating. I was so hot. I was so nervous. And I remember the first question y'all asked me was who was my top five. And it just it just took off from there. And I guess y'all been stuck with me ever since. So Well,
3: yeah. Pam, to be honest, you've been hot at every place that we didn't went to. <laughs> Studio B and Studio C. So it's you. You've been having hot uh, no, never mind. Hey Pam, how you doing?
1: You see what I mean, America? This is this is what I had to deal with. Okay, hey, what was, what's yours, please?
4: <laughs> Look, don't mind, Katie, You know he's just you're just so fine, Pam. It, you just can't be in one room by yourself. Okay, I'm a spontaneous we <laughs> come, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So my favorite moment, I have so many, like each time I'm with y'all, I am always having fun. When we were at the new you, I think just that experience period was just so fun. But I think I'm just like Pam, everywhere we go, it's always hot. And it was just so hot there. But my <laughs> makeup stayed in tech. And I had I had a whole lot of fun, even though we were all we were all sitting close to each other and we were all stuck to each other. So I think that was the best experience. But I also enjoy the meetings that we have going into the shows and B. Jones and all his theatrics. They're my favorite
1: text messages. Just All them leveling ups. <laughs> all right, B. Jones, B. Jones, Let right. me ah, 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 ah. before you start, I, number one, I said 60 seconds. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a 45.
5: One. So. And I got one. This is gonna be a, a very special moment for me. And it was r- literally B. Jones against the crew. It was probably one of our last episodes in uh I can't remember the name of oh the after party. And it was the Saints versus the Dallas Cowboys. And all of my co-hosts went on air and said, You know what? The Saints ain't gonna win. They all went against me. Well, I marched into that studio that next Wednesday night after that win and I put I draped Kevin in the jersey Good morning. Whatever day it was, no, nah, it was at nighttime, and I gave I gave Kevin a jersey, and I gave all of my co-hosts some beads so they could be and they could be an official saint for the day, and they could dress like the crew. And we had a good time because I played the the Saints anthem and everything, and I was just crock. That was that was my best moment on the show.
4: Do you remember the and date? I have pictures, but I just don't remember the date
5: of it. send them to me, and if anybody can go back and search the archives, it might be. It must
1: have been during. I mean, it had to be during football season, clearly. Yeah, it was was the first. Cowboys schedule for last year, you'll find. Yeah, it
5: it, it was the fourth week. It was the fourth week of last season. So
1: beginning it was of
5: like, October, probably. Okay. I think it was like September the 28th or something like that, so yeah. go check out that show because I wowed.
3: And I think that was my worst moment of the show, putting on the damn thing. Yeah, you had, jersey. put on that
1: jersey.
3: Yeah, it, it smelled too, like...
4: You know, <laughs> smelled like... It smelled like, like jambalaya?
3: <laughs> yeah, it was like burnt <laughs> it jambalaya. It, it was burnt like, though. It, it like, smelled onions. Good,
4: too. like onions and celery. It, it smelled like victory. That's what it smelled like. <laughs>
3: To you, yes. To me, (laughs) yeah.
1: All right, y'all. So let's move into headline number one. Steve Nash, was it privilege or phenom? Over the weekend, and a surprise to many, a Hall of Famer and former MVP, Steve Nash, was hired as the new head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. So, KT, how do you feel about him getting hired for this
4: job?
3: Well, first of all, my first thoughts were it it, it was privilege. But then I got to thinking Derek Fisher, he got that New York job without any kind of coaching experience. So I can't really say it was privilege. But I am in the middle on this because Steve Kerr didn't have any experience either. And look at him. He ended up with the Golden State Warriors, right? So with Steve Kerr, if you think about it, he's not a phenom. It's just about who you know. It's about the connections, because what is the guy's name? Sean Marks?
2: Sean Marks, yep.
3: He and Sean Marks are good friends, and Kevin Durant has a good relationship with Steve Nash. So, Marks put his boy down. But my thing is, you got Tyron Lue, you got Mark Jackson, and what's another coach? Uh, I'm missing one of the coaches. Another black coach. And not hey, only the yeah. black... Yeah, not not only the black coaches, some of the other white assistants in the league that have been doing their time. You got this guy just coming. And not only does he have a good team, he has two of the be- top 15 players in the league. So he's set up for success. So that's what I got to say about that. So I'm in the middle. So it could really go either way with me.
1: All right, Serge, are the Brooklyn Nets front runners next year in the East now that, you know, you bring back KD and Kyrie?
2: Oh, I think... I think without a doubt, I mean, just the way that if you look at the Eastern Conference and how the season's been played out currently in the playoffs, I could just only imagine if the Brooklyn Nets were out there right now. I mean, they even made the playoffs this year without really the services of either one of those guys and still made it into the playoffs. So I think they're automatic championship contender. I would be shocked. If they're not in – if they're all healthy, I would be shocked if they're not representing the East in the finals next year because I, I know KD has something to prove because he wants to shut the naysayers up and I got my own team and won rather than joining a Golden State Warriors team and, and Kyrie the same thing, you know, to be able to win championships in multiple locations and right the wrongs, I guess, from Boston as well. So, yeah, I got them going to the finals next year before even seeing them even play a single dribble.
1: Okay. So, B. Jones, let's just say Steve Nash – didn't get the job? Who would you have
4: put there?
5: Well, the easy answer for this one would be Mark Jackson, but apparently Mark Jackson is, did something with somebody's wife or said something to somebody that was inappropriate because they will not give this man another an opportunity for his life. And I mean, he's doing commentating now, And but that would have been somebody who I personally give the credit to for building the Golden State Warriors dynasty. He mentioned Steve Kerr, and when I mean he Kevin, he mentioned Steve Kerr, but at the same point in time, that, that All of those draft picks from Draymond Green, Steph Curry, all of that stuff was architect by Mark Jackson. Now, with that being said, I am going to simulate with my friend Kevin here in this kumbaya moment. I do agree with Kevin. At first, I was kind of like, ooh, white privilege. And then all of a sudden, I started really thinking about it. That's a comfort thing. And if you really want to credit this higher to anybody, it would have been Kevin Durant because he had worked with Ash previously as an as a consultant and he was the one that gave the green light and he kind of rubbed shoulders with Kyrie and said hey I think you're gonna like my guy you ought to check him out and those two came together and made his decision to bring in Steve Nash so as much as we want to have this you know this moment where we say the NBA is not bringing people in as a color this one was on the players
1: Okay. So Katie, your daughter plays soccer. So I'm going to throw a little curve at you. So how would you feel if, and she's, she's on a very, very good team. They're doing big things in tournaments and stuff. How would you feel if they got a former soccer player as a first time coach?
4: I would totally be okay with it only because he's, he was a su- successful athlete. I wouldn't totally be against it. So I don't know. And then it's kind of, I'm very optimistic. So it's kind of like, what is he going to bring you to the team? So it's the same. It's the same for, you know, this case. What is he going to do different for it, for the Nets?
1: OK, well, here's a free throw. Let me see. I'm going to shoot it to Katie. How much to the star player on a team impact the decision of the head coach position?
3: OK, the politically correct one, they shouldn't. But in the sports world, if you're a main player, it doesn't buy into your system you're screwed because they're going to fire you before they get rid of that player because they got too much money invested in him. Right. Well, yeah. you see that in the clutch,
5: free throw? I ain't Nick Anderson. I just Hey, one, one thing that Kim just touched on, to give credit to Steve Nash, he was a Hall of Fame point guard, so he has been around, even though he's never coached. Yeah, this dude was a two-time MVP. He's played at the highest level against some of the highest people, so he knows basketball without any doubt.
1: All right. So moving on to headline number two, overpaid, underpaid, or justified, which newly minted NFL contract caught your attention? So KD, do you even know any big contracts that were offered this off season? I guess they try to act like we don't know stuff. Go ahead, drop so, some. No, nah, I,
4: <laughs> I really don't like to get into the contracts because they can be a little confusing. But you know, Patrick Mahomes had the real big one with what? What, what was the contract deal be?
5: It was like ten years, one hundred mil. I mean, excuse me, ten years, five hundred mil, half a billion dollar man.
4: yeah so, so tell me how y'all gonna top that one? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, KT, who do you feel took advantage of the market? and was
4: grossly overpaid
3: <laughs> since Serge always takes a shot at the Cowboys you know every now and then Phillip Rivers is getting what 25 million dollars guaranteed fully guaranteed that's too much for him but the one I really want to talk about is Keenan Allen before D-Hop got his contract Allen was the second highest paid receiver
5: in the league I want to say uh how much did he get I don't know what Kenan Allen got, but I know what D-Hop got. D-Hop getting paid like $27 million a year now. So he got broke yeah, off. Yeah, so
3: Kenan, so Kenan Allen is like number three. I can also go Randall Cobb. He's getting a three-year deal, $27 million, 18 guaranteed. For what? So for the Houston Texans. No, so, I'm saying hey, wait,
2: what did he do for the Cowboys? I don't get it. I mean,
3: he, he he produced for the Cowboys, but not enough to get that from another yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying yeah. he
2: shouldn't get a job.
3: Yeah, so I'm going to go Kenan Allen. Yeah, I'm going to Keenan Allen.
1: B. Jones, which contract you feel was justified and hard-earned?
5: Well, I couldn't go with show without mentioning my Bayou Bengals LSU, but – But this morning, something happened that changed the complexion of this conversation. So before today, it was Tredavious White, but effective as of 9 o'clock a.m. this morning, Jalen Ramsey signed a five-year, and I can't remember, I think it was was 105, $100 million contract. Even though DeAndre Hopkins is the highest paid non-QB player in America, that contract with Jalen Ramsey, because he literally left the Jacksonville Jaguars because they wouldn't pay him. Last year, he pulled up to the training facility with a Brinks truck trying to make proof a point that he was trying to get paid. And I think the cornerbacks, because now we're in a pass-heavy league, so to play cornerback in NFL, probably one of the most difficult positions to play, outside of maybe a quarterback. So, Jalen Ramsey was justified. Shut up and pay the man. Hey, hold up, Pam. He mentioned
3: LSU. Can we talk about that one nasty dude from LSU? Do we want to throw him out there, since you claim an LSU? Do we want
4: about this right now? I think no. that's we'll, come yeah. there,
3: Kevin. we'll
1: come down to that. We'll, we'll talk, about hey, that let's,
3: let's talk about that. Let's talk about the Manhattan Project, yeah, KD. Let's, 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 let's do that. Then. Hey, man, we got kids listening, right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> they, hey, hey! Sense hey sense they sense take sense. they they they, t- they take number twos too, right? That's all I'm saying.
5: Whoa!
1: <laughs> I cannot. All right, Serge. I'm gonna just ignore him for a minute. Ooh. So, who you feel like left a lot of money on the table and took a team friendly deal and is underpaid?
2: This one should be very easy. Speaking of taking shots at Cowboys, man, I mean, for all the talk for the last few years about we're going to take care of Dak, we're going to take care of Dak, we're going to take care of Dak, and time comes to sign him and or pay him. You don't want to, you know, offer something that's relatively speaking to the guys who got paid, you know, in front of him that was in the same draft class, knowing that there was no way he was going to get the top money that Patrick Mahomes was going to get, or maybe even Deshaun Watson. But the fact that they weren't even willing to meet somewhere closer to the thirty-eight to forty range and wanted to be closer to the thirty-five million dollar range, I think, was a little crazy. Just depending on, and based off of his performance in the first four years of his career, two division titles, and then winning Rookie of the Year as well, and also led the league in, I think it was top two in passing yards last year, behind Jameis Winston. So, that's one, and then obviously I guess more of on a proven, or to be determined would be Cam Newton, just because that obviously with his injury, and he got let go very late in the off season as opposed to early, like most quarterbacks get let go, and then being behind the eight ball, and Kind of having to be able to almost convince, I guess you could say, Bill Belichick to take a chance on him. And clearly he got announced as a starter for week one early this week. So looking forward to seeing him. I think he's going to do really well in that system with Josh McDaniels.
1: Okay. All right. So now, Surge, it is time for your newly integrated segment of the show, Power Surge. So go ahead and take it away and tell us what we are surging this week.
2: All right. So as mentioned last week, we were going to introduce the new segment called Power Surge. And it's officially here. NFL season starts tomorrow. We've, with the help of B. Jones, who already activated the daily fantasy, weekly fantasy league that, you know, I posted on my Facebook page and also shared it. It's very simple. It's free. There's no commitments. And, you know, you can go to the website and check it out and be able to play with us every week. And as far as I know, KD and Pam, you guys are planning on joining in as well, if I'm not mistaken, correct?
4: Yes, I am.
2: Okay, good to know. So, you know, for (laughs) all our listeners out there, make sure to uh, click on the link and sign up. Like I said, all you do is just pick your players, fit them under the $200 charity cap. You don't have to even pick every position if you don't want to. That way you can get the more better players every week. We might be giving out some prizes as well. So with that being said, I also want to lead into with it being week one coming up, some of my what I would like to call power surge players to watch. I went with a couple of rookies up front. I think Joe Burr, obviously being a number one pick, not going to mention where he went to school, but him being the number one pick and going to the Bengals. And from all the obviously conversations have been that he's playing really well in training camp. So I got my eyes on to see how he comes out and performs. Is he able to kind of duplicate what he was doing in college? And the other rookie that I've also got my eye on is CeeDee Lamb. I think just being able to play with the Cowboys and in that system where, obviously, even though they they, they do have Zeke, it's, it seems as they are also going to start passing the ma- ball more often. And I think, you Nomari know, Cooper probably gets double teamed quite a bit. I think that'll leave C.D. Lamb open a lot. And so I'm looking to see how he performs. And then Kyle Murray, I think also for him, he played pretty well considering the circumstances of being put in on the franchise like the Cardinals. But now that you get a true number one in uh, Hopkins from the Texans and you practically got him for almost nothing, i'm really interested in seeing the next level jump that he takes and i think he's going to put up a lot of fantasy points with the help of having d hop who never hardly ever drops a ball that he that's thrown his way and cam newton we just spoke about him you know in the previous segment i think he's he's going to show out this year bill belichick i don't think it's just going to put him as a starter announce him if he didn't think he has what it takes and also the fact that he even wanted to sign him. I think it's, it's going to show a lot. And obviously, Bill Belichick wants to prove a point that he can win and make the playoffs without Tom Brady being on the team. And then, weekly, I'll also be doing surge Power Pick of the Week. And one, one game that I see him as the favorite in that matchup might lose. And then on the flip side, also picking a guaranteed to So if you're a big sports betting person out there, this is probably the matchup that you want to go with. So for my upset pick, I'm going to actually go with an upset of the Cleveland Browns over the Baltimore Ravens. I think everybody's high on the Ravens right now because obviously Lamar Jackson was the MVP in the great season he had last year. But I like Cleveland Browns coming back with, I think, a healthy Odell, a better mindset with Baker Mayfield. And they still got their two-headed monster with Chubb and Kareem Hunt at back field. And I think their defense got better too. And then my lock of the week is the Buffalo Bills over the New York Jets. I think Buffalo picking up Chevron Diggs is going to improve their team even that much more. And obviously with Tom Brady leaving the AFC East, it's it's really open for the Bills to take it this season. And so that's my lock of the week this week. And that kind of concludes my power surge for the week, guys.
5: Hey, okay, quick, so- quick heads up on the Fantasy League. For week one, it is 16 games. So every week we will play, we start on Thursday, and we go all the way to the Monday night game. So you have to have your entry in before tomorrow at 6 p.m. I think that's, what, Eastern time or Central's time or something like yeah, that? Thanks, so the game
2: starts at 7.15 Central, so. That, yeah, yeah, okay.
5: So whatever time the game start, tomorrow night, you got to have your picks in in order to participate and play against <laughs> us. And I already put my lineup in, and I don't think nobody going to F with me. So, uh. Oh, so then, I'm,
1: I'm gonna have to do it like I do when I go to the to the voting polls and they have all those county judges, elders yeah. on there. I'm gonna just go and I'm just pick the, the best name I see. I, hey, I, and we'll see. Whatever you want to
3: do. it. Oh, hold up, Pam. Please don't do that this year. <laughs>
2: Please <laughs> don't pick the don't don't pick the best name this year.
3: Please you do
1: that every week
2: except week of the November third. Wait, yeah.
1: wait, I do it every. Right.
5: Week. <laughs> don't be up in there vote for Lucia Stackhouse because. <laughs>
1: <laughs> y'all know what i mean all right so i so i have to get a okay all right somebody remind me because y'all, y'all know i'm gonna forget all you all can. right let's move on to the drop katie and B jones there's new music that came out this week and i my apologies i i didn't listen but katie tell us what's new this week
4: okay okay so as y'all noticed i have my detroit hat on big sean dropped his detroit 2 album i love it i don't Love it as much as Dark Sky Paradise. And, you know, that's the album that I wanted to talk about and discuss and argue and debate. Just, you know, heads up, because B. B Jones had a misunderstanding on the last episode. (laughs) so I I went and listened to
5: the whole album. I was like, you know what? She she want that smoke. So let me go listen (laughs) to the whole album and be prepared for this.
4: Yeah, so we can still talk about the album. My favorite song on that album is the one with Diddy on it. Whenever he's like, God asked for light and they gave us Sean. That's like the line that stood out the most. So I I really like this album. It's very positive. Also, he has the Friday Night Cypher where it's a bunch of artists from Detroit and they just go off. So I really, really liked that. Um, that. That was fire. Yes, it was. So those that haven't listened, go ahead and take a listen. And again, if y'all want to talk about albums, if y'all want to talk about lyrics, it is my favorite thing to do. So hit me up. Y'all know where to find me. Also, SZA drops a new video, a new single. It's called Hit Different. So all the fellas out there listening, the video is a must-watch. Just turn the volume down. That's how I feel about that song. <laughs> mm. I have no idea what she's talking about in this song, but she does look amazing. So I'm going to give my props to SZA. Also in new music, Usher announced his residency in Vegas in 2021. I will be there. So whoever wants to join, let me know so we can pick a date to go.
1: I'm going, but I ain't going with you.
4: Oh my Um. God. I'm going. not
1: gonna let
4: you live that down. I'm not gonna let you live it down. No. I see. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So that that's the big new music that I have for this week. So yeah. Hey, I'm a,
5: I'm well, gonna... since I prepared, I will say that my favorite songs on the Big Sean album was "Don Life," "Deep Reverence," "Still I Rise," and "Handle on My Demons." Hey, all for whatever. Yeah. Harder. Yeah. Harder. harder. On my yeah. my, my handwriting yeah. is a little bit, a little bit elementary. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, the album go hard.
4: It does. I like it. I love it, actually. Yeah. All right. right. You do tell us about some some sneakers.
5: Well, this week I took an L. So you did. It, won't, it won't be a whole that sneaker. I'm a little bit uh, depressed about it, but uh, we're going gonna to get another shot at it this weekend. Ain't that right, SLT fam? Can I get an amen? Amen. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Uh, This week, the Air Jordan 5 will be releasing. It is a player edition, or formerly a player edition. It is colored green and white. It is named Oregon after the famous Oregon Ducks. And just like it's similar to its OG pair, it uh, has suede upper sides and uh, it's got black accents with uh, black and yellow accents with the Jordan brand jumping on the tongue. So since I didn't get the the whole sneak, I said I got to do something new for the segment to make this fun and interactive. This is a new pair of shoes I got, Okay. And I didn't show anybody these shoes, but I want y'all to check them out because this pair of shoes has caused and sparked a lot of debate. And I don't know if anybody can tell what this shoe is about, but I grew up I'm an 80s, baby, right? And one of my favorite movies of all time was Coming to America. Well, guess what? This is the Giannis Atakempo. I was about to say, that looks
1: like a uh, Giannis shoe. This is is the
5: McDowell's, okay? So you see that they got the the McDowell's uniform playing in it. It's got the the yellow and the blue. So go back and watch a clip of the movie. These are the same exact colors of of Coming to America. He got a, a bunch of clean shoes like this out there but my girls say they hate them they laughed at me they made fun of me so i want i want slt nation's take would you cop or would you drop the Giannis greek freak zoom ones all right That's what I want to know. And then we're going to go after the others. Now, also, as far as a bit of uh, sneak ahead notes, Dr. Dre wears nothing but Air Force Ones. Go check it out. It's crazy.
1: Hmm. (laughs) Okay. All right. So moving right along to the Manhattan Project. Oh, I'm just now looking at the drink of the week. It looks very, very refreshing. I could have made that.
4: Yeah, it it was for you. You know, the month of September is dedicated to you, Pam. Don't be trying to butter me up now because you stood me up the other day. Mm.
1: Y'all,
4: that's, that's why I'm hard on
1: her tonight because she stood me up the other night.
4: It was a valid reason. Why, nice. I couldn't help it. I had my, my outfit ready. I was ready to go. And you have no idea how I am in need of adult time right now. Like You, you still could have come because it didn't even start till 9 o'clock. I know. You know what? I thought about that. But then I was like, yo, she's probably not feeling me. I'm going to show up and she is not going to be having it with me. So.
1: made me sit there by myself.
4: So, I'm gonna get up to you. I told you. And I, I do good makeup. So, I got you, boo. Got you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> so now off to the Manhattan Project. So my drink of the week for tonight or for the week. Last week we did Malibu rum. So I'm just going to continue the trend for the month of September. So I'm calling this drink the Mali Bay Breeze. So over ice, just like in a random cute cup that you got at the house, you're going to pour some Malibu rum, some cranberry juice, and some pineapple juice. If it's a really sweet drink, if you want to garnish, you can garnish it with whatever. You add a chip Yes, you have to have garnishment. Add a cherry to it, put a little lime or a uh, pineapple piece at the top and just sip away. Again, this drink is <laughs> dedicated to Pam. She wanted something fruity and sweet, so we gonna do fruity and sweet all month. I'm um, actually
1: going to make this drink when we're done and I will post it.
4: Okay, perfect, perfect. So for our show recap, so we decided to do Lovecraft Country. I hope everybody is watching. This show is so good. We, it's currently on episode four, but we're gonna start with episode one tonight. Who watched the show? <laughs> I think everybody watched it except me. No, you
1: did oh, wow. <laughs> I, I know you did. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah so, I so I'm gonna let y'all take it away. What are y'all's thoughts on the show? I was a little
1: at first I wasn't I wasn't expecting what I got and when I first saw the previews for it previously I was like that's not anything I want to watch and then I started hearing people say oh my god the show is so good and for episode three they were talking about Journey getting an Emmy for her performance in that and I was like okay let me check this out and I was like I'm still a little lost and confused I don't understand some of the terms the book of this like I don't understand the book of so-and-so and the the tablets and all that kind of stuff but I'm still very much into it and I, I love it the acting is phenomenal
4: mm. yeah and then just like you say it's not what you expected as far as like the sci-fi and the monsters it was so unexpected it started at as like a show in the what is it in the ni- is, is it in the 1960s?
5: I think the forties or something like that. Early, yeah. yeah, it's
4: early. Oh, early I
1: think early. It was in nineteen twenty-eight
5: was one of the. I can't remember. He he was in the war nineteen twenty-eight or something like that. But it was it was basically either during or after World War One.
4: Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So the the racism. That's in the
5: 30s. It might have been World War Two. Excuse me, World oh, War Two. Okay. okay,
4: yeah. The racism is heavy. So this is the episode where the restaurant, the restaurant scene, right, where they showed up and then they. Uh, it is
1: on episode one. Yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so it's it was definitely different. But those monsters when they came out, I was like, "Yo, this is not." I wasn't ready
2: for that. Yeah.
4: I told y'all I had a dream last night that I was in Houston
1: and these things turned into these dog monsters and were chasing people around. And I'm like, because I watched episode four yesterday, and I'm like, it's in my head now. So Yeah. yeah.
5: So I'll tell you what, this is our fourth show I think we watched on HBO. Uh, I May Destroy You, Euphoria, and what was the the girls? So now now we all love Croft. And I'll say this, HBO don't mess around. If they sign you, you got a good product. I mean, because the the, the whole acting was excellent. They really made me feel like it was old school. Like I could kind of get the feeling of what it was like to be back then. And the, the music, the way they meshed today's music, with the some of the scenes was kind of crazy. I, I just thought it was an overall and then they introduced us to a couple of new actors while giving us Courtney B Vance back. You know what I'm saying? We got we got some of the cast that we kind of grew up on. So I, I thought it was a great story and like they said it's a sci-fi sci-fi connection in it that I'm I'm only on episode one so I can't go further than that. But I'm definitely excited to check it out next week and can't wait to talk about episode two
1: all right so i had uh,
2: two big takeaways first first and foremost i'm always going to keep comparing anything now that i watched so i may destroy you and what it made <laughs> me feel like so this Only after episode one, I'm like, I'm sunk into it for sure. So like, I I love it. The other takeaway is like just watching some of the mannerisms and conversations and obviously people of color getting treated. Just to me, like halfway through the show, my wife also just sat, sat there, with started watching it. I think it was just like a reflection of like obviously current times, but then also just like, I was like, man, I couldn't even imagine being alive and living in that time. So, yeah, it's a show, but there's a lot of reality in it as well. And so, you know, just having that atmosphere of, like, connecting people to everyday life even now and to be able to connect to even back then, I'm in. So I'm looking forward to watching the next how many other episodes are available that are already out there so yeah let's keep it moving with Lovecraft Country
4: yes absolutely, absolutely. all right yes. KD what you got Flora okay so apparently oh, you want to talk about this so I am going to just talk about it for a split second and I'm gonna need y'all to hold y'all's judgment because y'all have no idea what people are into behind closed doors.
3: No, KD. He's hey, a, no, hey. He, he's a number one receiver that likes that number two style. And that's just disgusting. You know what I'm saying? So,
1: Yo, do y'all really believe this? Hey, it? he's a giver and a
2: receiver, right? No. <laughs> I thought Yo. receivers were not supposed to be dropping things, man. No. Well, okay. he's not the one dropping it, remember? I think that it's getting dropped on oh, him. Oh, 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 okay, okay. He likes catching. That's cool.
3: Yeah.
4: You know, well, do y'all really believe this? Yes.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know you know, he, yeah, know those. Like,
2: this stuff up like just to put it out there like that you just yeah you
5: I, well, let me ask you a question does he it like matter if it, it, it would have been the same result does yeah. he like a females to do that to him or do he like for men to do that to him
4: it's only females right now where it's restricted to well, well hey
5: you know what for the last couple of years I was concerned that the boy had a little bit of sugar <laughs> so you know what I'm just glad that he met mess- with females at this stage game. Shout out to you, young man. Go Tigers.
4: Oh, look. I'm going to have to... And how it. they do it in Louisiana? No, mm. I'm going to why they call it the dirty south. After
2: supper.
4: Where you at, B. Jones? Come back. Hey, don't don't run. Okay, okay, okay. So I just want to say... Don't worry like, about how we
5: do it down here. It's, it's, it's literally
4: the mud. <laughs> So this is how, so this, there's a, a chick that I follow on Twitter. She's a part of a big podcast and this is, I'm going to say this and then we're going to go on to the next, the next topic. So she said on Twitter, my problem isn't how unattractive this woman is. My issue is that these athletes and celebs deal with the messiest of bees, knowing they messy, stop messing with these messy chicks and get you a real one um, right here. Well,
3: I mean, I'm I'm a real we if not want to do that.
4: <laughs> I've always said, I
1: don't understand why. I mean, I, I, I hate to kind of bring this up, but you know, Pastor John Gray just got caught up in an entanglement and you know, he's a married man. He's a pastor of a church. I don't understand why men sometimes, if you're going to mess around and, and you're going to risk it all, you should risk it all with somebody who has just as much to lose as you do. Y'all are trying to go for looks and body and all of that, but she lives in an apartment and drives a two-door car. You know, you for somebody, on the same level as you and has just as much to lose as you. So they're discreet and you're discreet and y'all are discreetly doing discreet things. You know, when you get these little hood chicks and and, and Instagram models and all that, all they want is your money. All they want is, and so they're going to extort you. They're going to blackmail you and all that. And you didn't, you didn't think about that because you just saw
4: this body.
3: You hit it right on the nail. Find somebody that has just as much to lose as you. But let me just say something about that. Okay, with with the female body, y'all, we've all heard this. the The flesh is weak, and there are a a lot of of attractive women out there. So, if you first of all, you got a good thing at home, keep that. Always grin on the other side. And to my second point on that, it's undefeated, Pam. It's just it's undefeated. What's undefeated? That thing. It's it's undefeated, man.
1: (laughs) KD Max, (laughs) Katie, it's
3: undefeated. Hey. Sometimes you gotta build a new groove. You got one groove going. Sometimes you won't do another groove. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just how it
4: goes. Crazy, crazy. All right, all right. So I have a question. It's a Hello. little it's a little throwed off question. So I'm gonna start with KT. You got to answer first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what part of your body could use a little lotion? So you know we're supposed to be lotioning our entire body. What what part of it? <laughs> Of the body, pink a little lotion.
3: Okay, first of all, golly, <laughs> I put I put lotion everywhere. How about that? So I, I don't know, but I can tell you what I don't like on a woman is just at your feet. Have y'all went to the store and you seen the back of that heel and it's just white?
1: I'm like, <laughs>
3: if you don't put some lotion on, like, really?
1: no, 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 no. Sometimes lotion <laughs> when your feet look like that, sometimes lotion won't get it. You need Vaseline. Yeah.
3: well put some crisco on her. i don't care get that white off that and then right here in the hands where it's like you oh, got to yeah. put some low here that's what it is kd right here you, <laughs> you when you wash your hands go put some lotion on right there that's what it is there you go
4: <laughs> okay there's what you got
2: knees and right here too I don't know why, man. Just something about knees, it's more exposed. And I guess you see it more often when you're walking up to somebody or walking behind somebody, it's very noticeable. So walking up to somebody's knee, walking behind them, their elbow, it's just very notable. Then you just automatically put them in a different category at that point.
1: (laughs) Pam, what you got? Okay. So the
4: question was, what do I use a little lotion on? The least amount of lotion? Yes, what part of your body could... No, what part of your body could use a little lotion? Oh, a little...
1: Oh, like need some lotion. I guess Uh, so. Yeah. Okay, what part of me needs some lotion? Uh, Nothing. I stay good and oily. Mm. No. (laughs) I have a friend that has her own natural products. And so she has lotions and stuff. And they're really very, very thick. It's to the point where I've kind of messed up clothes sometimes because I put it on and the oil like rubs off on the clothes. So Mm -hmm. I'm never really... Ashy, but I do want to say sometimes you know you gotta you gotta put some lotion on your booty too because if it get a little dry you get the scratching and it doesn't look right. So you got when you when you rubbing lotion on you gotta make sure you hit back there too. So yeah,
3: yeah you, you, do. you do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Lotion your booties. Oh. Hey, and also
3: put some damn lotion. Put some on your lips. they be walking around looking at their lips to be all crusty. That's another one. Ain't hey, nothing worse than talking to somebody and they just sitting up there and just Man, put some on that. You know what I'm saying? they just dry. <laughs> Stop playing. Hey.
4: So I'm going to go and then I'm going to let B go. So for me, y'all, y'all need to put lotion on the cuticles at all times. Them nails yeah. need to always be right. And this is for women and men both. It's not gender specific, but I'm going to need y'all to keep them cuticles foiled yeah. up, yo. Yeah. Yeah. All right, B, what you got?
5: Nothing touches my body but silk. You understand <laughs> me? So... <laughs> Whoa. Don't worry about me. You know what I'm saying? Buttercream, buttercream, crocodile. All times. No, you know, I can't, you know, I am I'm notorious for getting out of the shower and I lotion up the whole thing because you know I got I got my wife, but I am I, I do every once in a while I get caught with that little crust right there, in my ass. You know, <laughs> you know, my wife will come and tell me about it, she'll clean my glasses. I think that's you know what? So I'll say my scalp. My scalp. Maybe I need to do a better job of oiling and moisturizing my my hair and things of that nature.
2: What kind of lotion are you
5: using? Using that Louisiana mud? <laughs> no, I'm using that MYOB. <laughs> My
1: <your> own business.
5: <laughs> then don't worry about uh, it. <laughs> well, B. Jones,
3: you know, if you if you need your scalp done, uh, we got somebody out here to get up in there for hey, you, I, man. That ain't man. You
5: talking about that Louisiana mud. Yo, I'm wearing that fresh off your ass. That's what, <laughs> I, that's what I use.
4: I cannot... Katie, are you done? Are you I'm, good. I'm good, y'all. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, All Somebody right.
5: earmark that, because that's definitely going to be next year when we do the, the 90th episode. We probably will have to rem- reminisce on this one.
4: So. <laughs> hey, I'm surprised nobody
3: talked about my city girls, though.
4: That was oh, my mother. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, real quick, real quick, before we jump on to the next thing. So, episode, do you remember what episode number that was? Mm-mm. No. I'm not All not right. Cool. We'll have and we'll make reference to it, but Katie was in here just... Head just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> top
3: of that City Girls
4: video.
2: Yeah, man,
5: <laughs> that that had to be in the last two months.
4: Yeah, that was. That I was, was
5: yeah, that, I don't think that was too far. But we yeah, probably was, find that one, Kev. Yeah, it and, was
4: definitely it was, it was, in the quarantine season.
1: Yes.
5: Yeah,
2: he he was going to Magic City without going to Magic City. Like,
5: As a <laughs> matter of fact, I think that was what the episode was about. It was when Lou Williams. No, no, had no. In it was Magic way City. No, I was way before,
2: before that. Yeah,
1: All right, y'all. So my Uncut Gems question for the week is... Well, actually, it's not even a question. It is a statement. So name a couple that is hashtag goals. So I will post couples. And honestly, they probably all won't be celebrity couples. I know some... Like, my mom and dad are so couples. They still kiss in the mouth, y'all. And they old, so... Uh,
3: wait, they are not supposed to kiss in the mouth? They, oh, yeah, that's right. that's
1: going to stop? Yeah, that's, you, so, that's a good question. When you, get, you over, when you get over 70, that's all you do.
3: Hey, as long as I still got my gums, and my tongue work, it's going down with my way. Hold on, girl. Sure.
2: Hold oh, yeah, oh, huh, huh, huh. huh. Let me holler at
5: you for a second.
2: My, my teeth may be gone, but that tongue's still going to be working.
5: Surge! he talked about for us
3: kissing yeah, come on man y'all we lost this show
2: <laughs> <laughs> uncut gems just it hey I'm Gemini too, all right? I went uncut too
4: yo, <laughs> but, I'm so glad to hear that y'all all still keep the wife because I didn't think that kisses went beyond the first year so yo shout out to y'all Whoa. y'all are relationship goals Yes, absolutely.
3: Well, we some bad well, hey, whoever's with KD, when she getting her 50s, I guess you can hang up kissing.
4: <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think nothing. Again, I didn't, I didn't think Just nothing. Just fire one,
1: buddy. You good? Yeah, I'm not really big on kissing. Like, ew. What? Anyway, so that is the Uncut Gems. I will be sending B. Jones my list of couple goals. Feel free to add to them. And I'll also say why. I'm not just going to list people. I'm going to say why I feel like they are a couple goals. So to wrap up the show this evening, B. Jones, go ahead and... (laughs) and give us the Yeats. All
5: right, so before I give y'all the heat, if you weren't watching us and you weren't watching ESPN, the Toronto Raptors have just evened out the series. That is going to a game seven. All right, so we post a new thing every day on IG. It's called Today in History. And if you've been keeping up with that lately, there's been a lot of talk of the US Open. Well, that got me to learning more about tennis and learning more about some of the players that's coming. I came across a story about a 22-year-old Japanese-born tennis player named Naomi Osaka. All right, she uh, her she was born in Japan. Her mother's Japanese, but her dad is Haitian. She considers herself to be an African American or a black person of color. So Naomi has been taking the time since the the George Floyd killing to really spread the word. She considers herself to be a vessel. And if you had the opportunity to go check her out over the last couple of weeks, during her tournament, she will wear a mask. But that mask will have the names of fallen African Americans such as Ahmad Aubrey, Brianna Taylor, Trayvon. Uh, Martin, Elijah McClain and George Floyd. So now this is just not Yeet worthy just for wearing a mask, but this young lady is excellent. Last year, she won two Grand Slams. She's won 25 of her last 28 matches and amassing a record of 14-1 and 1 against top 30 opponents. So not only is she wearing a mask, but she also whooping their ass. But what makes this really Yeet worthy is the fact that if you really look at what Giannis did, he stepped out of into a sport that's predominantly ran by African-Americans, right? Tennis, there's not too many people in the room that look and can identify with Naomi Osaka. She was the one that spearheaded the, the movement, for the tennis being shut down over a couple of series of days in the midst of a tournament due to her beliefs. And she's gotten everybody to follow her. So for that, to have the courage like no other, to step into a, an environment and educate those around you and give them that understanding of what you're about and to stand on that platform at the age of 22, Naomi Osaka, you deserve a yeet.
1: All right, guys, so two-minute warning. Who has shout-outs this week? B. Jones, I'll start with you. Who are you shouting out this week?
5: Man, I can't even focus right now. (laughs) Just move
4: on. (laughs) Katie, I know you got a shout-out. Okay, so my daughter was in a Plano Labor Day tournament this weekend. It was very, very hot and humid. Her team lost in, what is it, quarterfinals? It was devastating. We're not used to losing. It was also a very, very big tournament. We had teams come from Oklahoma, Louisiana. We lost against an Oklahoma team. It was, we lost on an offsides, an offsides goal. It was horrible, y'all. But I just want to shout out to my daughter again for going into the tournament with her all and staying humble throughout it all. So next year we got Plano Labor Day.
5: I do got somebody I want to shout out. I want to shout out my daughter too, because she came home today and told me, she said, Daddy, they told us to all stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. And I stood, I, I sat down and she did her little protesting at school. So go ahead, baby. That's the way you do it. You know what I'm saying? She stayed in her seat and she said she was scared at first. It was uncomfortable, but she stood up for the call. So you get a yeah. shout out. You get, it. you get some love from daddy.
4: Yes, definitely. Shout out to her. Serge.
2: Shout out to all the um, fantasy guys that I had to do three different drafts with. Thank you for not taking too much of my time. I appreciate that and all of them coming on and actually doing it live instead of auto-drafting. So I'm definitely happy about that. Usually drafts can take up to hour and a half, two hours and stuff. Ridiculous. We'll be able to finish in like 30, 45 minutes. So I was happy about that. Hopefully I'll be in uh, first place for all of them at the end of the year and uh, be like Cat Williams would say, I'm rich.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs> all right, Casey, who you got?
3: I got a couple I'm gonna make it quick I want to give a shout out to Katie Thompson and now her fiance Terry Brown Terry Brown has a podcast so I will be reaching out to him pretty soon they posted that on Twitter and it got like over 5,000 comments or I want to say over like a hundred thousand It just it was that big so I want to give a shout out to them and also (laughs) Shy Speaks we had her on the show Please go to YouTube and check that out. And we just had one with our guys from Indiana on Game On Sports, Don and Danny. Go check that one out as well.
1: All right. I want to give a shout out to all the kids that are possibly returning to school this week. School's open. They have been virtual the first couple of four weeks, I believe. Some went to school. My son didn't, his little feelings with hurt. I had signed him up from virtual a long time ago and he was like, yeah, I'm going back to school. I was like, oh no, you're not, get that computer. So shout out to all the kids, making it happen, making it work. And I think that's all the shout outs. Yeah. That's all the shout outs I have this week. So thank everybody again. Thank you all for listening to us, interacting with us. We definitely appreciate y'all every single week. Make sure you check us out next week. And actually, I believe we're doing a special show on Sunday as well. Probably won't be live though, right? We're just recording it. So. Got to make sure you check that show out. Make sure you check out the show with Shy Speaks. It was absolutely amazing last week. Great. Um, I believe that's it, y'all. So we will see you. Oh, don't forget to go onto the website, comment, get you a shirt, get you the drink of the week, comment on Uncut Gems. Oh, one more shout out to my sister-in-law who about to get me real fine. She sent me this workout and all this stuff I have to do. So if I'm not fine in a month, y'all, something ain't right. But she will She will actually be our guest for the show next week. She's going to be giving fitness tips and answering some questions about how you can get that Corona fluffiness off of you. So <laughs> shout out to all my fluffy people. We're going to get this under control because I don't see anybody doing the walk it off challenge anymore. Y'all been walking? Well, yes. no. hey,
3: <laughs> Al- uh, 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 Well, I haven't. Yeah. I need to start back. Fucking Elena's been great. doing it.
1: Oh, Elena! Has? Okay. Elena's okay.
3: been doing it, and a guy uh, in Philly, Dennis, he's okay,
2: done
1: it too. He's yeah. been doing. He yeah, this morning. This
2: morning. Been doing
1: it. All right, well, we are gonna get back on it because wintertime is the best time to get summertime fun. All right, y'all. Yep, but get,
3: Wait, my Tyson, right. get my Tyson. Get my Tyson back for
4: And we trying to be fine all twenty twenty one summer of twenty twenty one because we got to make up for twenty twenty. Still gonna be
1: single, child. Don't even matter. K T Q the music. I'm out. Single
4: and smiling.